0: listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. All right, folks, this is Dustin Gold. Back here at the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That last segment was good. We tied it all together, folks. I showed you the boogeyman. I showed you the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain. I mean, we know it, we talk about it, we throw it around out there, but I think here at the Dustin Gold Standard, we have proven it, that in this technological technocracy, behind the curtain is the United States government funding it, controlling it, promoting it, and partnered with it through the public-private partnership of which it controls. Now, I'm going to show you something, and I think I am going to do an entire maybe an hour on this maybe i'll do a special instead of a full episode i don't want to spend a whole episode but i want to show you so this is an article written written by the man who is the head of mind twinning and who came out of the trial world's video games but after i showed you his connections to the Carlisle Group, his connections to IP3 International, his connections to Ben's cybersecurity, his connections to Keith Alexander, former head of the NSA's Ironnet. Net. This will probably make sense to you, but this is an article written in September 2016 by this, this just this nice gentleman who works with celebrities and he's helping them build mind twins of themselves, which we will see shortly because we are going to review Um, a couple of videos but this article is the 42 reasons why killer robots are unstoppable and how we must lead in artificial intelligence and autonomous weapons folks this is written by lars butler the video game guy the head of the cutesy little mind twinning artificial intelligence foundation This is an article, The 42 Reasons Why Killer Robots Are Unstoppable and How We Must Lead in Artificial Intelligence and Autonomous Weapons. I found a little on his background. Uh, It looks like in an interview he did admit he comes from Germany. Not much else about him, but uh, he's into artificial intelligence and autonomous weapons. Yet all of these celebrities who appear to be pacifists, or uh, you know people like Deepak Chopra and uh, and Richard Branson and Barack Obama and others work with him. All these people are supposed to be these anti-war pacifists are partnered with a guy, not just partnered. They're letting this madman and participating in uploading their consciousness to his cloud to his cloud, to his mind, twin MindQuest software. And yet he's writing articles. This is six years ago. Easily to find this. And he's writing an article about how we must lead in artificial intelligence and autonomous weapons. Oh, these protectors of peace. So powerful are they, these billionaires. They never call for the extinction and abolishing of artificial intelligence and robots no they develop them and then they tell you we need autonomous weapons it says right here being in silicon valley with regular trips to washington dc and beijing china i spent a lot of time with top innovators in artificial intelligence autonomy robotics cyber and of course gaming the pioneer of many such technologies see gaming the pioneer of many such technologies and at Ben's and the National Cyber and Tech Council, we support the NSA, Cyber Command, the Department of Defense, the Department of Homeland Security, and the White House in aspects of cybersecurity and artificial intelligence autonomy. So, did the guy who is building this technology to allow you, because you can you can do it? They actually are do- doing these human trials, these test pilots. To allow you to build a mind twin through his company, and this guy is sitting there and saying, you know, he supports the NSA Cyber Command, the Department of Defense, the Department of Homeland Security, and the White House in aspects of cybersecurity and AI autonomy. It's crazy. I mean, would, would you give this guy your data, your thoughts, your memories, your knowledge? Would you willingly upload that to him? So it goes on to say, and in all this, one thing has become clear to me, quote, killer robots, end quote, AKA autonomous weapons systems, AWS, at least partially outside of direct human control in actual combat roles are coming and there is no way we can stop them. Okay. Okay. There's no way we can stop them. Well, first off, if they know the killer robots are coming, these are autonomous weapons systems. Hmm. So he's a leader in... Hang on. I'm just going to try to figure this out, folks. So Lars Butler is a leader in cybersecurity and AI autonomy. He sits on the Benz Council... Which supports the NSA Cyber Command, DOT, Department of Homeland Security, and the White House. He is involved in companies with former head of the NSA, Keith Alexander. Hmm. He's connected to all of these generals and intelligence guys through him being a director at IP3 International to sell nuclear tech to Saudi Arabia and dump the waste product in Russia. And he's saying that killer robots are coming and there's no way we can stop them. Well, gee, I wonder why. Because him and his partners are building them. Who are the rogue states that are developing killer robots in which this man believes are going to be a threat and attack? I guess the citizens of other countries in which he allies with, does he ally with Germany? Does he ally with the United States? I don't know. He said he goes back and forth from Silicon Valley to DC to Beijing, China. Is it China that he's afraid is going to use killer robots against us? Is it Russia? Is it North Korea? Maybe it's Bangladesh. What about Nigeria? Nigeria. Or maybe Guam is going to separate from the United States, declare their sovereignty and launch killer robots. No, it's the same exact thing that I had to point out with Elon Musk, where I showed you that that fork-tongued devil... Talks about the dangers of artificial intelligence, makes it seem inevitable that it's coming, and therefore he has to be the one to create it in order to keep a leash on it, and then developing a governing body of which him and his friends who are developing this Frankenstein technology get to sit on the board as governors themselves and govern the very technology that they're developing that they claim is dangerous and pretend that some. Someone else is developing while at the same time admitting they're developing it it's a tongue twister it's like cat's cradle this twisted ball of yarn and butler you will see eventually he does the same thing with Arta uh with ai foundation and mind twinning and i showed you that actually during all of my emails back and forth with rob mallory at artificial intelligence uh, artificial intelligence foundation I showed you that they were talking about how they don't want the technology to get out of hand and be used for bad purposes. And so they have this nonprofit that is developing safety measures to ensure that the images and likenesses of celebrities and influencers are not abused and of politicians so that we don't start world wars. Yet they're building the technology. And these professors out of Max Planck Institute in Germany and out of University of Washington in Seattle are building the technology, yet then claiming that they are doing it to develop sensors to detect when the technology is misused. And Butler is saying right here that killer robots, autonomous weapon systems, are inevitable. We cannot stop them. Well, they know this to be a fact because they are the ones building them. Who the hell do you think is building them? All the very people he says he supports through the Benz National Cyber and Tech Council. The NSA, Cyber Command, DOD, Department of Homeland Security, and the White House. Okay, and we already showed you he's up to his eyeballs in the CIA. Right. So now he's writing an article about why we need to build killer robots and be leaders in autonomous weapons because they can't be stopped. Well, he's making the case this is propaganda to make the case for his friends to be able to build them to make sure that we have a way to defend ourselves against what would later be said to be China or Russia or North Korea or whichever willing boogeyman they're going to use on any given day. Like, oh, China developed a remote control vacuum cleaner, so we have to build a remote control bomb. This is how it always works, folks. It goes on to say, and the United States and our allies must lead, not follow this revolution, which is arguably even more critical to our security, liability, and prosperity than cybersecurity and nuclear deterrence. And so I'm going to flip through this right now for the video audience at pain.tv/gold. And we're going to come back to this after Now look how long this is. This is literally was it called 45 or 46 reasons, 42 reasons. I'm going down this. This is literally a bulleted list with a complex sentence for each up these 42 points and so we're going to come back to this after i show you these videos with lars butler and you can understand the mind twinning technology that he's developing and see where he is with that and i will be able to show you what i think may already be in practice using these mind twins outside of the test cases in which they admit to, and they're willingly showcasing. I am going to actually show you some other stuff out there that I believe may be using deep fake video technology and mind twinning technology. And then once you see that, we're going to go back to this article, which is why I brought it up now. And you're going to see, wow, the guy who is running the mind twin of Deepak Chopra, who I already showed you was building one of Barack Obama, who built one of Richard Branson, who built one of him of himself, whose technology is already being embedded into other projects like the was not uh, called Soul Machines. Those very realistic CGI models, which will be used in commercials instead of actors. And then you're going to say, wow, this stuff is a lot more dangerous than I ever would have believed it was because Dustin is right that Elon Musk and Lars Butler and the rest are working for the same people for the CIA, the NSA, the military industrial complex. They are part of the military-industrial complex. They're just making it look cute, and they're making it adoptable, so people want to adopt it. And then they create the problem, provoke the reaction, offer the solution, so they can continue to build this type of technology as they're moving forward into the technocratic dream of human genocide, and the uploading of their consciousness to a cloud so that they could remain gods forever, gods of the new era, as Yuval Noah Harari, the king philosopher of the World Economic Forum, says. And so when we get back, I am going to show you a couple of videos, and we're going to move this discussion forward, and then I will show you that AI Foundation is up in full swing. They're literally hiring all kinds of engineers right now. They are moving at warp speed. While we are just here talking about it, but I have to do this because it is my duty to catch you up on this and make you aware of the prison planet that you are living in. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. I'll be right back on pain.tv. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. All right, folks, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv. And I just showed you who Lars Butler really is. The influence that he really has, the type of projects he's really working on and what he is advocating for. And right now I'm going to take you back in time a little bit. I decided that I am going to share for the first video, a video that I actually edited together about, it was probably maybe four years ago. And I put this video together as a demonstration uh, for a pitch to some animators that I was working with uh, with my entertainment company, William Gold Entertainment. And so Ben Campbell, who I introduced you to a couple of episodes ago, who was a voice artist that I managed, who was phenomenal. Dead-on voices of Barack Obama, Donald Trump. Uh, Chris Christie could do almost any politician also um, could impersonate tons of celebrities Phenomenal guy really smart really hard worker And so Ben and I were really pushing to try to get a hold of this deep fake technology I knew about it because I had watched a lot of videos, but I'm not Inherently a, a programmer. I don't understand. I mean, I understand the concepts of this technology but not how difficult it is to create. So let me just explain this to you because you're going to want to know this as we move forward. So you understand the technology that we're dealing with and what we're talking about. And so as I break it down, I call it, um, deep fake video, which you have probably seen this around and I'll break that down for you in a second. Deep fake audio, which that is not the name. That's what I call it. I'm making it simplified for you deep fake video deep fake audio just think of it as fake and deep right and then you have what we would call the mind twin or i i used to call it the uh ai brain uh as rob mallory referred to all this is like an f-35 fighter plane and then there's these different parts like the engine and so with deep fake video at the time there was when i made this there was basically two two types of ai video that are deep fake video that would have pertained to what we were trying to do so one was called a face swap and you can do the face swaps um, using like snapchat and some of those type of apps that are out there where You will shoot a video of your face live, and then it will overlay an image or a 3D graphic, or in some cases you could say, go cut out on Photoshop a picture of Barack Obama and get it to kind of fit your face, and so it'll kind of snap and conform around your face. Now, the consumer versions of these are not great, but basically someone like Ben Campbell, he does this now. He could do an Obama voice right into his phone camera, and it will... Basically pull the Obama image he has, the photograph of Obama's face, the portrait, kind of wrap it on his face, and it looks rough, but the voice is good and you know, for you know, a hundred dollar video or something, it's funny. And then there was the the true deep fake video, which uses a lot of um really high end computer because it needs a lot of memory, a lot of Ram to be able to process these videos. But basically what they would do. And then there was, there was two wings to this at the time they would take a video of the source video of say 20 seconds of let's use Barack Obama as an example, 20 seconds of Barack Obama, say giving an address from the Oval Office. So you get a good kind of straight to camera shot of Barack Obama and then you would have what's called the target. And so you would take someone like Ben who would sit uh, in front of a webcam and he would do his impression. As Barack Obama, you know, we're going to start World War III. Uh Let me be clear, World War Three is awesome, dude. And so you would have him shoot that and then you would use the computer That would take the 22nd clip of Obama and basically break it down into millions of parts. And then that would eventually be rendered to then match the facial expressions and kind of mouth movements of ben speaking into the webcam and you'd end up with a deep fake video of barack obama so it would look like obama because it's developed off that source video of him but the movements would kind of come from the tracking on the webcam camera uh video of ben and then you would have um ben's voice through it then there was another version of that uh, that That version I just talked about came out of the Max Planck Institute in Germany. Then you had sort of this University of Washington model where they were loading just voice into the system, and then the Obama sort of deep fake puppet that came from the source video would then be able to speak those words and the expressions and stuff would come from the video and At the time it wasn 't fully developed, so then they would have sort of cGI computer graphics guys go in there and sort of tweak the videos to refine the mouth and refine the eye movements and such and then what we call the the deep fake audio is At the end, eventually replacing people like Ben Campbell. So you no longer need a voice artist, an impressionist to do the voices, because the same sense where you take the source video of Obama to make the digital puppet, you would take, say, a 20, 30, 50 second audio clip of Obama and then be able to build an entire library so that the artificial intelligence could actually speak like Barack Obama, like skinning your Siri or your Alexa with a new voice. And so that was what I call deep fake audio. And then the third is the mind twin or what I used to call the AI brain. And that is where they are actually developing uh, through, you know, uh, video clips, audio podcasts, books and such, a library on the person they want to mimic through artificial intelligence and or with the cooperation of that person, like we were told Barack Obama was going to do with this artificial uh, intelligence foundation project or as deepak chopra richard branson and others have already done where they're essentially training the machine as they're uploading their consciousness and they're doing this at a very micro level now macro will be when they put the Neuralink brain chip into your head and suck the data out of your head and transfer it up into the cloud onto the server so i'm going to show you this video that features some face swap technology, some deep fake technology, because I want you to see when it landed on my radar back when Rob Mallory of the AI Foundation was trying to recruit us to help train the Mind Twins, what the technology was at. Because when you start to see the first iterations of this Mind Twin, there's always going to be a realistic face, Uh, a a copy, a twin of a celebrity, so that they can take the AI brain, the mind twin, and run it through this digital puppet to make it more palatable and to get around the creep factor. Because you go, wow, that's funny. It is just like Deepak Chopra, where eventually that mind twin is going to work within this immersive second world metaverse. So let me show this to you. I think it's important um sometimes i skip over this kind of stuff because i made it so long ago and i have to stop assuming that you've seen this before because i am teaching you about it and over the last 15 episodes i've been teaching myself to be a better teacher so let me play this for you this is hell that's what it is it's hell Okay, so for the audio audience, what you're watching right now is a side-by-side of uh, the—I forgot her name now—the lady that was uh, plays a lot of the political characters on Saturday Night Live. So she was playing Lindsey Graham, and then a programmer— who I had found on Reddit to do some demos for us, had sent me these as demos, and they took Lindsey Graham, it's a side-by-side of the actress uh, playing Lindsey Graham, next to the deep-faked face swap, where they literally laid Lindsey Graham's face over the top of her face, and these ones are actually very, very professional. They're really good. So, let me play through a couple of these. I think there's Lindsey Graham, Tucker Carlson, maybe a couple of others. <laughs> this is this hell to you, George Carlin? Well, it's, it's pretty bad. It is her. Now, Janine, I'm gonna smugly ask a question that I already know the answer to, and a warning to our viewers, my voice will get very high. Right, so that was Tucker Carlson, and before that was Lindsey Graham. Now, those voices are coming from the Saturday Night Live actors. Those are just clips that they took from the Saturday Night Live TV show and then overlaid the face swaps. So you're hearing the voice of the actor. You're not hearing the deep fake audio. And so now this is Alec Baldwin as Donald Trump with the Donald Trump face swap overlay. <laughs> but it's clear something has to change we have to take a hard look at mental health which i have so much of i have one of the healthiest mentals (laughs) my fellow okay now this one we're watching is a face swap technology over the top of a gentleman named john D. Domenico, and i actually used to represent him he played donald trump in a lot of my live shows and then he also had done some video projects for us. He was a character actor who had a lot of different wigs. He did, uh, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow, Dr. Phil, Billy Mays. So he did a very good Donald Trump. And this is a test project someone did using him. After serious consideration, I have decided to resign from the office. Right. And now they're showing a split screen with John's face on one side and then overlaid with Trump on the other side of the president. I'm sorry. I had no idea it would be this tough. Nobody told me it would be this difficult to be presidenting. No one knew. No one had any idea how tough it was to be president. I don't know. Okay, now what we're going to show you, this is a deepfake video utilizing a source video of Barack Obama, and then in it, you have the actor, I think, uh, Jordan Peele, who was on uh, Comedy Central and such, and so they utilized Jordan Peele's voice into this, so this is not a face swap, this is actually a deepfake using source video of Obama, but putting someone else's voice into his mouth killmonger was right or uh... and now and now on the screen i am showing you some of the original uh test videos out of the max Planck institute in germany and so they have a live voice actor uh or an actor just moving his face on screen as George Bush's face, the real George Bush, they show the uh, source video and then the reenactment video is actually moving his mouth around. So I'm showing that as the Obama is playing to show you where the technology originated from. Ben Carson is in the sunken place. Or, how about this, simply, President Trump Okay, and up now, I show another actor moving his mouth around as the Donald Trump source video is being manipulated in real time, again, as the Obama video is playing. Trump is a total and complete dipshit. Now, you see, I would never say these things, at least not in a public address, but someone else would. Someone like Jordan Peele. Okay, and then that goes to a split screen of the side-by-side of the Barack Obama-manipulated video and Jordan Peele, the actor, to show you that it's two different people. So that was very important, I think, for you guys to see that because you're seeing the origins of the face swap and the deepfake video technologies that came from some of that stuff was literally Six years old, seven years old. So imagine where they are today, and you don't have to imagine very much because we're going to get into it when I get back from the break. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold standard right here on Pain.tv. war listening to the Dustin Gold standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold.